weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Speaking of exorcisms. <laughs> and from the darkest <laughs> pits of hell, I reached my hand out and I said, Kalima! Kalima! And it rose. I'm, I'm at the try Jesus phase of my illness. <laughs> Uh, seriously, I've I've gone from no, modern medicine will cover me to I remember vapor rub being good when I was a kid through to maybe they they weren't wrong about ivermectin to time to try Jesus. Yes, for for everyone um, who obviously we were away for a week because I mean I frankly I was getting ready to put the horse screens around <laughs> you and just. Um, you were you were not doing well. This was almost going to be a second week. You rallied, yeah. and I think you should give a shout out to everyone who sent you well wishes. That's actually very sweet. Uh, so thank you, everyone that did reach out. That's actually very nice. I couldn't read too much of it because I was in a in a delirium. But mm-hmm. and yeah. it was there was a lot of there was a lot of love. There was a lot of sympathy. Up until about, like, I think about two days ago, like, the crowd started to turn. They were like, oh, my God, like, how many (laughs) days does he need? I literally ran out of sick... sick (coughs) I literally ran out of sick uh, leave at work. (laughs) I'm I'm back at work because I don't have any more sick leave. (laughs) Capitalism! Thank you, Captain America! So everyone was really nice except for for Candy Dandy, who's decided that I'm weak. Well, yeah. I, and look, I'm, look, I don't think she's wrong. Well, I am weak, but it's got nothing to do with this illness. It's, <laughs> it's to do with growing up soft in a mining town, yeah. I think. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't see Captain America calling in sick? No, he could do this all day. <laughs> but boom. Doink. Oh, my God. He's like that 1% of germs. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you could kill Captain America with Glenn 20. There's just, no, the serum. <laughs> just Nazis come out. Oh, unlock the secret weapon. <laughs> I'm a germ Nazi. <laughs> a hygiene Nazi. Oh, let me get out the WD-9. <laughs> oh, my God. Why does it always descend to Nazis? Why? Yeah, what's the, what's the thing, the internet thing? Uh, oh yeah, there is a name for it. As soon as anyone mentions um, Hitler or the Nazis, the conversation say, is over. I was going to say the Bechdel test, but that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one for lesbians. As soon as someone mentions lesbians, lesbians or Nazis, two things I. <laughs> two things I'm you sto- want. I'm stopping yeah. right there. I might be very, very tired. <laughs> It's the comfortable shoes, isn't it? Two things that are very good with putting their hands up. Oh, my God. I'm going to put one of those. What's those things with the two, like, circles into, like, lesbian Nazis? A Venn diagram. Comfortable shoes. <laughs> you got to have comfortable shoes for hiking and goose stepping. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And just, Birkenstocks are German. And just putting up a bookshelf. Are they German or have I insulted some Swedish invention? Birkenstocks? Yeah. Well, it sounds like they should be. It sounds like they should be. Yeah. Okay, we apologise if we have horrendously offended yeah. any nation out there. Well, we've been back for 30 seconds and we're already equating lesbians to the Nazis, which is horribly unfair. We're not equating lesbians with the Nazis, we're just 
sensible shoes. Sensible shoes. And we've said this before. Like, say what you will about the Nazis. Very snappy dresses. Very snappy dresses. Very snappy dresses. Hugo Boss. I know. Which really irks me about the Nazis. Yeah. Whereas lesbians tend to wear more King G and Dickies. <laughs> Flannel. Yeah. Do you think the That's Nazis... I love lesbians. Do you think the Nazis would have been as successful if they had just stormed Europe in flannel? Well, it would have looked like the January 26th riots in America. It's the same thing. <laughs> a, I was going to say, it was just the Canadian wave yeah. just coming over the border. Yeah. Oh, they're armed with flannel, boys. So we do, um, just quietly... <coughs> oh, we, juicy. I know. We do need to apologise up front. I am trying my best not to cough my guts. Are we? You? Me. Okay, you've got nothing to apologise for. No. Apart from being a lesbian. <laughs> I wish. We've been through this. Oh, oh, my God. My life would be so much better if I was a lesbian. I know. Because we've the quality of of woman, like lesbian, yeah. that like... That you would attract. That hits on me. Oh, you would smash. Oh, my... That's what annoys me. Yeah. They are top shelf. Like, mwah. You just haven't been with the right woman. You can learn. Oh, <laughs> You can learn. I was like, oh my god! I, if I could learn to like, just I don't know, just not do anything. I can. I could learn to be gay. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not saying like I, I'm not going to rule. Like, yeah, sure. It's always with the right person. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You might meet someone who just sweeps you off your feet. There is. I do follow a seven foot lesbian on Instagram. I can't Ooh. think of her name right now. Yeah, um, it's not Gwendolyn Christie, is it? I don't know who that is. Was, oh, no, it was a horrible joke. She was the, the woman. Oh, Brie of Tar. Brie of Tar. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, see, I could like, I'd smash that. Oh, yeah. I could see that happening. Oh, yeah. I'd let yeah. her defeat me. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> even left a letter. She just could. <laughs> yeah, no, there was no let, no, dude. She would kick your fucking oh, ass. I'd know. She smashed the hound. She'd smash you. I'd enjoy it. Yeah. Um, no, like, but yeah, we follow this like seven foot lesbian and like, she's just funny and yeah. she's just lovely. And yeah. we've had this conversation before. She is kind of, I mean, this whole bullshit of like what is feminine and what's masculine. It's such a myth. It's, it's just, it's such a bullshit. Like be whatever you want. Exactly. But she is, I guess, a bit more, I don't know, bigger and in charge and just, Hello. you know, I'm kind of like. Oh, I think that would ease me into it a little bit more. So you're, you're not into Barbie, but Charles in charge. You know? <laughs> you're all about it. You know, what I mean? she's she's a little bit she's a little bit a little bit rugged, a little bit Viking, a little bit mountain man. It's when I lived with a butch lesbian that I realised at one point it's like actually I might be a little bit gay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my god, no, oh my god, I've like actively like stood there and like, come on, get on it. But nah, just nothing. My nether regions are just. <laughs> Nothing there. Ugh, yeah, I'm, gay, I'm gay from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my line, by the way. That's the wonderful David Schmeet. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah, intellectually, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. But just vaginally. Ugh, <laughs> vaginally. I'm a heterosexual. <laughs> vaginally oh. sounds like the best home delivery app. <laughs> vaginally. What are we doing for dinner? Vaginally. <laughs> well, the doesn't boss man deliver, is. It doesn't deliver to incels. <laughs> Fucking internet won't like accept my payment. Bullshit. And fucking, I was nice to it. <laughs> I said, oh. please, internet. Fucking bitch. So I might cough my guts up, and mm. you'd probably be able to hear my son eating popcorn. Excellent. In the background. Excellent. Thankfully, with headphones on, not getting this shit polluting his ears. Oh, oh my god! And can I say, I, I look. I'm just going to put it down. I'm going to put myself. <coughs> Down for my own bravery medal. Okay. Because I've come around with you listening 
like sounding oh, like yeah. that shit no, and being in the room with you. So. Honestly, this is the fucking sickest of. The last time I got this sick, I had mm. chicken pox and I was 36. Ooh. I got chicken pox. Trust me, mm. as an adult, you do not want to look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> it's not good. It's it's really not good. Oh my god! Hang on, is it still called the chicken pox when you're an adult? Doesn't it yeah. have like a weird adult name? Isn't that shingles? No, shingles is something entirely different. No, okay. it's chicken pox, and you can get it multiple times. <laughs> like the whole chicken pox party thing as a kid doesn't actually protect you. Oh. I'm covered in scars from it too, from this chicken pox that I had. Yeah. Oh my god. Is that what you always try to like be like? Oh no, knife fights, man. Knife fights. It's, <laughs> it's the pox. It's literally the chicken pox. <laughs> if I told people I had the pox. <laughs> Did you get that? The pox. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I wish we recorded these because honestly, like when I like showed up, you look like <coughs> one of those peoples from like that Gerard Depardieu films where. I don't watch those. I wait for the Americans to remake them. Ah, uh, where it's, it's like recorded. It's like the 13th century and there's just some very confused, oh, sickly yeah. looking peasants standing around. Yeah. That was you, just but like who'd, who'd gone mad and was just left in a field, yeah. like smeared in their own poop. It's kind of the vibe that you're giving at the moment. Yeah. 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 And your hair's just grown out and you've gone full <laughs> Sideshow Bob. Yeah, I've got a grey Sideshow Bob fro. Yeah. 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 I'm actually thinking about continuing that because I want to look like Buzz Osborne from the Melvins. Oh, God, no. Hey, I'm in a relationship. I don't have to worry. <laughs> Bullshit, just because you're in a relationship, you can't let it go. That is the, actually, in fact, that's the time to double down and up your game. Because you're you're punching above your weight as it is. You shouldn't you shouldn't be like spreading the gap even further. Well maybe I should see how far I can take it. <laughs> Next time I come around, you are just gonna be covered in your own just feces. Yeah. yeah. She loves me. I'm hunting Sasquatch. I've got to hide my scent. Pop your teeth out. That's, well, that's not far away. I did grow up on rainwater without any fucking fluoride in it. In it, yeah, in a lead-filled town. Yeah. So you know. I met my teeth <laughs> by the leadworks wall. Dirty old town. Oh my lord! You it know hurts what? To sing. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts to listen if it makes you feel any better. It does, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, I sound like one of those old 0055 numbers from the 90s. You want a roosty, son? You want a roosty from grandma? $3 a minute. Oh, my God. On a side note, and I sent you a message, and I knew you were, like, sick because you didn't respond to it. Um, oh, my God. Here's you and I. Talk about spreading the culture. Yeah. Spreading the culture to the world. We apparently have single-handedly, <laughs> pun intended, you'll find out why, introduced the term wristy to the Americans. Brilliant. Who had no idea what a wristy was. Pass it on, kids. And <laughs> Everyone reach to the Not right. Not the kids. Kids. Oh, no. no, kids. No. no. If anyone asks you to pass that package... <laughs> He just holler yeah. and then run away from the Christian church minister <laughs> and report them to the police. Yeah, wristy or if you prefer hand shandy. Yeah, hand, I like hand shandy. I like hand shandy. Yeah. For those, Sounds like beer mixed with lemonade. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, you know, it could be. Yeah. Um, but wristy. Let's go back. I think that's episode two, the Nulls family of the Nullable. Okay. 
It's one of the very early ones. I'm, I'm having to think about the mechanics of this now because I've never given a wristy. Mm. Is it all? Oh, you haven't lived. Is it all wrist or is there a bit of forearm in there too? <laughs> well, if you're doing it correctly, it's like your whole body. Yeah, like, so like you're trying to start a lawnmower. Yeah. yeah. You know, you've got to like, you know, and then, just, and then just throw in some like jagged movers like you've just had a seizure. Keep you, them on their toes. You were Whoa. this close to breaking into the time warp song. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a step to the left. Da, 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 da. And then eject to the right. <laughs> Let's do the wristy again. <laughs> Takes you back to primary school, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, thank you, Father Mulligan. Um, oh, oh, not good times. It not hurts good to times. breathe. Oh. oh, my Lord. But yeah, so look at our spreading culture. Yeah. Maybe we can get a government grant. Yeah, cultural ambassadors from Adelaide. <laughs> Just hand shanties for everyone. It's like hands across the world. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Maybe we could reinvent that. Yeah. Instead of like, hey, just and everybody just jerks off the person next to them. Oh, so that song, do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Wristmas? Oh my God, yes. yes. How do we finally bring peace to the Middle East? With Wristmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Wristmas. It's Christmas time at. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, there's some peace in the Middle East. Oh, my lord. I... You know what? I've got nothing to segue us into. Our... Should we make a Christmas t shirt? <laughs> just for Christmas? Yeah. Well, we've got Cockmas. We've got Cockmas. It we, just we seems appropriate. Christmas. Do you know that Bob Geldof's name backward is Fodleg Bob? Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. I think he's still running a temperature and I can't actually control anything that comes out of his mouth. So I apologise for that. You're not on marketing. Fodleg Bob with its wristmas. You know what? If you can think of um, what do you think is a good date for us to celebrate Christmas, let us know at realmothman at gmail.com. It's got to be January 26th. (laughs) The country would get behind that. If we if we stop, yeah, but we, that's too small. We need to think worldwide. What's the one day that we can Globally. bring the whole world together? Yeah, yeah. like April fourteenth. I'm not going to stop until we change Thanksgiving to Wanksgiving. <laughs> Have this turkey. <laughs> they are a very intelligent creature. Self-basting. Oh my lord! You know what? Yeah, that's so funny. Speaking of self-basting. <laughs> Thank you for being the sober one. <laughs> Ironically. Or you're drinking your Spanish liqueur. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, to all the lesbians out there. Yeah, anyway. See you at Bunnings, ladies. <laughs> I'll be the one in the comfortable shoes. <laughs> uh, Sorry, but you'll blend in like a fucking Where's Wally book. <laughs> you cannot spot a lesbian at Bunnings. They're all lesbians. <laughs> The fellas. Even the fellas. Even me when I go there. Yeah, everyone's a lesbian. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like a nightclub. It just transforms like Xanadu. Oh my God. And we would like to thank lesbians for sponsoring this episode. I'd like to thank lesbians for having the only football competition worth watching. Mm. AFLW. Fucking get around it. (laughs) Not every woman who plays sport is a lesbian. No, but AFLW is a pretty high ratio. Although, as I found out from that time when I did play rugby... (laughs) Um, I've got more than one accidental um, hand in my crutch. Some of them are. 
some of them are. There you go. All of them are accidental. Oh. <sighs> Look, if we could steer this off to this week's episode. I'm so glad my son's wearing headphones. <laughs> we all know them. Every workplace has one. The Mr. Smithers to the Mr. Burns. The right hand of the devil who would do anything to weasel their way into the good books of the boss. Their nose so far up the boss's ass, it's hard to know where they end and the boss begins. Shit liquor. <laughs> Brown noser. You always thought that was slang. A metaphor. No. But as far back as the 15th century, some nobleman took this job quite literally. <laughs> as they became the official bum wipers of the kings of England. What? Including the monstrous ass of King <gasps> Henry VIII. Him and his murderous clacker. In this week's episode of... The Dirty Dozen. Oh, no. Or, please, sir, can I soil some more? Oh. Or, groom of the stool. The shittiest job in England. What about taming of the poo? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. They used to say that the king was chosen by divine right making the king more a god than a governor. Mm -hmm. So it must have horrified them to think that this god still had to take a squat like even the lowliest of his servants. You just pictured Queen Elizabeth II having a squat, didn't you? Oh, I'm I'm sure that she more than did that. She probably (laughs) glass coffee tables all through. There's a lot of Germans in that family. There's a lot of Germans in that family. But going to the toilet wasn't as simple as the King of England, as it was for his servants. Dare we not forget the incorrectly named Ironside. (laughs) King of the Anglo-Saxons, assassinated on the toilet. No. And I mean, when I say on the toilet, I mean literally on the toilet. Draws down, sitting on the wooden box on the toilet in the 11th century... So, spoiler alert, this is basically Game of Thrones. Oh, 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 no. Game of Thrones pussed out. Oh. Legend has it that as he sat on the toilet, a Viking. The fact that it's a Viking just makes it more vigorous, you know. Or is it kind of like in America where they're just like, it was a black guy. Did a, did a did a normal Saxon just wear a helmet with horns on it? Well, no, I I I, I think by the brr, ferocity of it, you're oh, going to be okay. like, "Well, that's a Viking." That was not an English stab. A Viking who had been patiently <coughs> waiting in the hole below the privy. No, because if it was an Englishman, you would have heard him like fucking bullshit. Just you would have heard him complaining or the crinkle of his chips. So he, he went full Metallica album, Metal Up Your Ass, out the toilet. Wait for it. Okay. Wait for it. So this, this see, it's what I'm saying Viking, because this is fortitude to sit there silently. Yeah. In the pit. Yeah. Whew. The Viking, 
patiently waiting in the hole below the privy for an undisclosed amount of time. Wow. On seeing the royal rectum thrust his spear Spear. upwards and in and out through the king. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we've got to worry about redback spiders here, but that's that's a far, far oh. worse problem. Although some historians claim that this was false and that the assassin, instead of thrusting a spear, in fact fired a crossbow up and into the royal rectum. Wow. That's not making it better. Wow. These Swedes are fucking hard. And then Robin Hood showed up and split that arrow in two. <laughs> Just because he had to. Oh, is that inappropriate? <laughs> oh, Lord. Look, either way, this has to be the worst case of toilet dead leg ever. <laughs> What's toilet dead leg? When you're like, you you sit there like doom scrolling and then you go to walk, but you can't because like your whole leg has gone like numb because it's just, there's no feeling and you can't walk and you're like, ah. Why would you spend any more time in the toilet than you need to? Doom scrolling. It's where all the best thinking happens. It's really not. It's where half the ideas for this podcast come. Are you telling me that the fucking Manhattan Project was solved on the shitter? Yes. That's, Guaranteed. That's where they split the atom? Guaranteed. Like It's like at the moment, <coughs> I'm researching a deadly doctor like Harold Shipman. I can't just abandon all ports halfway through a paragraph. You could read at a cafe. I've got to keep going and then make those nights. Doesn't it smell bad? I'm seizing every moment. No, I'm vegan. It's like rainbows and roses up there. Don't give me that tech bro fucking grind set. (laughs) Make every moment count stuff. You're the shit at writing stuff. I have a a shitty day job. I have two podcasts. Ah. I've got two cats. I literally don't have the time. There we go. So you do this at work. No, I literally make funny memes on the toilet at work. Fair enough. So that's why if you ever get a message or a meme from me during the day, you know I'm pants down on the toilet. Oh, God. Yeah, when I used to freelance and people would say to me, you know, things like, uh, oh, John, you, did I catch you running to the phone? It's like, you really didn't. <laughs> it sounded like I was out of breath. Oh, the things we do. Like, I love just, like, doom scrolling at work. Yeah. It's so satisfying having a big shit when you've been paid to do it. Oh, I love it. That's a little victories. Little victories. <sighs> so, look, maybe it was from a fear of assassination, which, to be honest, I'm kind of... I'd share that now. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> no one expects a spear up the shitter. They really don't. No. <laughs> at least buy them a drink first. <laughs> I think we finally know why the S-Fed was invented. It was Would just... you like a Lingdon berry juice? <laughs> Nobody wants one of them. <coughs> oh, Lord. oh, God, I'm dying. I haven't even... <laughs> Said the king of it. You haven't even got a spear up your rectum. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh. Maybe it's the fear of assassination, which is justified. Yeah. Maybe it was a necessity due to the increasing flounciness of regal attire. Or simply because they thought they were too old for this shit. <laughs> Henry VII introduced the role of groom of the stool. Oh my god, that's what they called it? 
literally groom of the stool. It's right there in the job title. Oh. None of this. What? It's in the title, mate. Do you think they workshopped that title? <laughs> like they had like a blackboard with like a whole bunch of different titles on there. I'm thinking cable whisperer. <laughs> Hand shitter. <laughs> Butt muncher. <laughs> Butt wiper the third. What's the Latin for butt wiper? Room of the stool. <laughs> this lucky fellow was there to manage all things kingly and toiletry. Yum. It was believed for the next few centuries that it was not fit or just that the King of England would have to actually wipe his own ass like a commoner. <laughs> This job was created in the 1400s and the position was not pinched off until... Oh, no. What year do you think this job existed to? Oh, look, honestly, the last person that copped a lot of shit from the British Royals was Princess Diana, so 1997. You're actually really close. It's 1901. You're fucking kidding me. Nope. Nope. There was someone doing this after electricity was invented. 19. Holy fuck. These people are weird. (laughs) Oh my God. Maybe that's why the wars started. People stopped having their ass wiped. This is like you fucking, you buy the tabloid magazines with these people on them and just think one granddad ago. Yeah. They had someone whose job it was to wipe their ass. Yeah. 1901. There are people that are still alive that lived in the era of Mm. kings having their buttocks wiped. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Although, actually, um, in my day job, not where I am now, but where I used to be. Yeah. We were in the same building as one of the ministers um, for, like, the government. Yeah. Or what would you call over here? Like a like a state senator? Like a secretary of something. So, like, a, yeah. Yeah. No, like, the, like the, actual, it act, the actual, like, the minister. So, the state senator for yeah. the parliament. Yeah. Um, so, the state senator, he was on the very top floor. Anyway, I would always, because I have to work weird hours, so I was there and I'd always say hello to the janitors, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we would always complain because we had the worst toilet paper. It was that stuff where it wasn't even soft. It was like grease-proof baking paper. Yeah, it's like a cigarette paper. Yeah, and it just, it wouldn't so much, like, wipe the poo off your bottom as just delicately smear it like a butter on a pastry dish. Like you're greasing a pan. Exactly. Um, except one day, so he had the like the giant twelve pack of like the fancy triple ply sorbent, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting!" No, that was only for the minister. Of course, it was. The minister got the special toilet paper. We had to wipe our asses on a wall. <laughs> but anyway, nineteen oh one. Nineteen oh one. Nineteen oh. One. Like that's like about two years before powered flight. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like cars existed, yeah. elevators existed. Yeah. <sighs> now, your job as groom of the stool had a variety of functions. Oh, really? One and two. Hey, bodily functions. It wasn't just all paperwork. First thing you did. That's very good. <laughs> first thing you did was manage the royal box. Now, is this person literally just giving themselves like, I'm a sanitation engineer? <laughs> like, are they like just talking themselves up? Like, I oh, know I've got all these really important duties. 
Or duties. <laughs> it's literally your duty to please that booty. But in a completely non-sexy yeah. way. Uh, first thing you did was to manage the royal box or royal throne. <laughs> this was, of course, quite the fancy affair. Oh. And it was your job to make sure it was well-maintained and also that it was available at a moment's discretion to receive the royal rectum. Oh. Records from 1495 gave a detailed description of its construction. <laughs> Outlining that it should be constructed from the finest timber, draped in the finest of black velvet, fringed with the finest silk, and draped in four broad (coughs) yards of tawny cloth with a pewter basin inside. Wow. You don't see a fringe toilet as much these days, you really, do you? No, they're I feel, hard to clean. I feel a little disappointed, though. I'm going to invent that, a, f- a little fringe frilly bit for your toilet. You just take off, put it in the washing machine, just to make you feel more regal. It's like those Italians' houses from the 1960s. They mm. had, like, the fluffy toilet seats. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a fluffy – we had a fluffy toilet lids as an adult growing yeah. up. You know, just like make your toilet look fancy. I've never understood that. You know what I don't understand? Oh, My mum went out and bought. So, so obviously, like I said, we've had, you know, the fluffy toilet lids. Yeah. Okay. Um, she went out and decided to buy a Christmas one. What? But it's a set. Okay. So Santa's face, so there's happy, smiling Santa with a thick, bulbous nose yeah. and the hat goes on the toilet But the mat that goes around the pedestal of the toilet is like, you know, like his chest and his arms and like his (laughs) legs. But I actually find it really disturbing because it's like you're going in there and you use his nose, you grab a hold to lift up the toilet seat. And it's like you're literally shitting into Santa's throat, basically. Because you're just looking at his little legs, just la 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 la, while you shit into him. That's what he gets for having slave labour. I find it disturbing. It's pretty odd. I'm not happy. No. It's the only time I don't doom scroll. <coughs> I'm just like, I'm not getting an Xbox for this. <laughs> oh, Lord. So. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, we have the groom of the stool. It's covered, pewter basin, lots of trim. It even had a golden lock. With only one key held by the groom of the stool alone. I actually have a picture. One of these kinglet toilets actually made it through to today. Really? So obviously the colour is very faded. But I think you can see from the inside of the lid what the outside would have looked like. And unfortunately, it's lost its fringing and stuff because, you know, time. And who keeps the shitter? (laughs) Who buys this at Southern's V? Would you like to see a kingly toilet from the 1400s? Yes, I would. Antiques Roadshow, here we go. Not, uh, okay. Considering this was the day where people were literally just shitting onto people with the plague in the street. Yeah. Look, it's... uh... 
It looks like something I've seen at a community market, usually with like some dehydrated citrus mm-hmm. coming out of it. The seat looks padded. It does. It looks slightly padded. Um, there's really not much room for error. <laughs> I don't think you need to worry because you're not cleaning it up. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks very much like an old um, gramophone, if I'm honest. <laughs> Incredible gramophone that one shits into. Oh, romantic. I miss the 20s. This one only plays Eminem. (laughs) Oh. Well, like Eminem and this toilet, you only get one shat. Mum's spaghetti coming right at you. (laughs) Now, it was this soul's job to monitor the royal box in more ways than one. The royal box. Oh, yeah. Especially shops at Bunnings. We'll get to that later. Okay. That really is like a bad fucking craft project, that <laughs> toilet. That is something from Better Homes and Gardens where they've used a hot glue gun to glue some fringing onto it. Oh, my God. Everyone out there, if you if you were, are now inspired and are going to hot glue gun some fringing to your toilet, send us a picture <laughs> at realmothman at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait. So you had to monitor the royal box. You weren't just there to bring man to stool. You were also there, in historians' words, (coughs) to monitor and assist Assist. in the king's bowel motions. What do you coach him on from the sideline? Sometimes you're like, oh, I've got a bit of a pain. Maybe you've got to really got to like rub the fart out. I've never had to do that. What? Like, what? You've never been like, oh my God, I feel really bloaty and I just feel really. Usually it's just if I'm laying down in bed because I'm feeling sick and you're like, oh, I'm going to rub my telly. Bump, you know, you just rub your belly and you're like, and then just. And you watch your belly go down. Ne- oh. Never done that. It's a glorious moment. I believe you. There are times where, honestly, if there was like an Uber, like Uber belly rub, I would legit pay someone to just like rock up and just rub my belly. I've said, I was talking about this to Lou the other day. I'm like, I'm having a full blown midlife crisis. Yeah. Like I'm doing <laughs> up. Just now, know, yeah. you've realised. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. Doing up an old hot rod, written, you know, teaching Younger myself girlfriend. guitar. Yeah, Shut sure. up. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to worry about me like straying because seriously, like, I know a lot of businessmen my age turn to brothels, that sort of stuff. No, they do. They do. It's quite, you know, got a bit of extra money, hire a young sex worker. It's like for me, mm. the only time I'd ever do that is if like someone offered me a back scratch. <laughs> like a good back scratch. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, like 100%. Like I would give up national secrets for a good belly rub. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Especially you've got to get it in the right direction. Oh. Oh, it's the counterclockwise swirl. Yes. Oh my god, that's how you get me in the bedroom, ladies. I just thought what that fucking toilet looks like. Mm. The worst kind of Cenobite puzzle box. <laughs> just open that thing up. It would be. Can you imagine if you cracked the code for that one and yeah, then just like the lock? We have such pleasures to show you. <laughs> no, you don't. I can see you're made from an English diet. <laughs> this is not a pleasure. <laughs> this is not pleasurable. This is digested mutton. We have deep fried Mars bars in hell. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, my oh, son drank all your fucking lemon. Oh, God, yeah, don't have enough lemon. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. I'm going in. All right, it's all right. Someone will clean that up in the morning. 
So you're there to monitor assist in the king's bowel moments. But to be honest, if you're going to manage a nation, you should be able to manage your emotions. Yeah. I'm just going to say. So you would be there for the big event. The Eurovision bum contest. Oh, yeah. Talk the big guy through it. And then use the bowl of clean water and beautiful fabric. What? That you would then use to wash the wet end until it whistled. Oh, my God. Well, you know, got to keep it clean. Got to keep it kingly. And look, look to be honest, we're all, we all know who we're talking about here. <coughs> we're talking about Henry VIII. Yeah. That big, s- yeah. sweaty, syphilitic, yeah. ragged, just... Or possibly Prince Andrew. Perpetually covered in some kind of mutton grease, I imagine. Yeah. Just... Coming at you with his flaccid penis. Conceiving a child for him would be like squeezing the last bit out of the toothpaste tube. Oh, God. I know they say lie back and think of England, but... It's times like that. You'd be like, fuck it. I'm going to Sweden. <laughs> but we're in England. <laughs> think of somewhere better. Anywhere. Anywhere. Just fucking anywhere. Just anywhere that doesn't smell like fucking chips and mutt. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <sighs> so, yes, you'd, you'd clean up the situation. Yeah. And then you'd help the sovereign back into his robes and he would carry on. But sadly... That's not where your function ends. Oh, you got to empty it? Well, obviously. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It was your job to closely inspect things such as smell and consistency <sighs> as well as anything odd such as blood. Just rub it on your teeth like Miami Vice. That's king shit. Which you would report any worrying issues to the royal physician. What are they going to fucking do about it? (laughs) Put a leech on it. Yeah, fucking put a leech on your bleeding bum. Burn a Christian. Yeah. (laughs) Murder a woman. You could also then direct the royal kitchens (laughs) if ever any special dietary requirements were needed to say... Ease things along. Oh, my God. When was Metamucil invented? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, no one believes that Henry VIII ate a (coughs) fucking piece of broccoli or ever made a woman come. No. And if your king ever found himself unable to launch the ship (laughs) into the harbour, you would be required to apply... Kingly enemas as needed. What? You know that also involves just every now and then getting a finger up there, oh. giving it a tickle. Just massage. Let me massage it, my liege. Oh, God. Right up the arse of Henry VIII. Just picture it now. Your finger, that one that's tapping, picture it right up between those sweaty, I've got sweaty quite cheeks. White short fingers. And I don't reckon they'd get anywhere near <laughs> the old old Henry's dirt button. Well, just, there was probably a, a spreader tool. Maybe. Well, they invented everything but sanitation. <laughs> just 
two horses pulling either way. There's actually a ditty about the job. It was recorded in a book in 1452. What the fuck? Although their ditties were, they weren't, they weren't quite rap god by Eminem. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Crap god. See the privy house for easement be fair, sweet and clean, and that the boards thereupon be covered with cloth fair and green. <laughs> and the whole himself, look there, no board be seen. <coughs> Thereon a fair cushion, the order no man to vex. No wonder they liked Shakespeare so much. Look, there be blanket. Cotton or linen to wipe the nether end, and ever he calls, wait ready and prompt, basin and ewer, and on your shoulder a towel. <laughs> How fucking big is your ass that your towel needs to be brought yeah. in? Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is something else. Um, you know, it's like, you know, you have those like moments in life where, you know, because I mean, I'm usually I'm just like, eh, I take the Homer Simpson approach when you're like, oh, I got bigger, just buy bigger pants. But you all just have that moment sometimes <coughs> where like you go to get dressed or you try to like walk up some stairs and you're like, oh, fuck. All right. This has gone too far. <laughs> See, I reckon like, you know, you give an actor a script and they'll read it one way. You've read that like an upbeat limerick. Yeah. Whereas I reckon it needed to be like. Boat like foreboding. Oh, here you go. Well, you give it a go. Where is it? Just here. Yeah. The- foreboding old man in a fishing village telling oh, okay. you not to go. Here we go. See the privy house for Eastmont be fair, sweet and clean, and the boards upon there be covered with cloth fair and green. And look, the hole himself there he look no board be seen. There on a fair cushion, the ordure, no man to fix. Look there, the blanket, cotton or linen, or wipe the nether end, and ever he calls, he calls, he calls. Wait ready and prompt, basin and ewer, and on your shoulder, a towel. A towel. Tell me that shouldn't have been the ending to Bloody Apocalypse now. I was just pretending I was in that black and white fucking uh, lighthouse movie with Robert Pattinson. (laughs) (laughs) I was channeling my best. uh... Oh my God. Maybe that's what happened to them. He was just trying (laughs) with the towel to the other guy. Both of them picked up by the towel. I think I just took about two years off my life trying to do that voice. Oh my God. That was worth it though. That was so worth it. You, you took me there. You really took me there. Oh, there you go. I was caught up in the fear. No one's throwing flowers at me yet. <laughs> but the job did come with some perks. I doubt that. Well, okay. See if this is picture okay. Henry VIII. Because, okay. again, he's... You've already made person. me picture fisting him. <laughs> okay. But, okay, so now if this is worth fisting him. Okay. Okay, right, be like... Right. To so, euphemistically unsilt the Thames. Yes. Yeah. You got a room in the palace. Okay. You had to be super close for whatever the king needed you at whatever time of the day or night. Yeah. So you slept not far from the king. 
The king would often give the groom his hand-me-down clothes. Oh, nice. Although you know that they're covered in his poo particles. Yeah. You'd never get that out. And imagine getting Henry VIII's fucking hand Cod piece. <laughs> but, you know, you'd get these things. You'd look like Demis Roussos. You'd just be like, oh, well, now I'm going to get the herp. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, that would have, yeah, this would have included you having be the one putting the ointment oh. on their, like, herpy, syphilis-ridden dick. Yeah, that's... Oh. You'd have to put the little the little ointment oh. with your little cotton wool They ball. wouldn't even have ointment. What would they have back there? Leech. Yeah, another leech on his <laughs> dick syphilis. Oh, <laughs> just the, 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 leech, the leech somehow grows arms to push away from it. No! <laughs> Use the towel! The towel! Oh my god, I've never seen a leech commit suicide before. Just like, oh, throws itself on the floor. Into the salt. <laughs> just downs a tequila, pop into the salt. <laughs> Oh my lord! Get me more dick leeches. <laughs> oh, Sir, they some... keep committing suicide. I don't know why. There's some merch. Henry VIII's dick leeches. <laughs> oh. oh lord! Oh lord! Oh, I just had a shiver just picturing it. Oh, so is that worth secondhand clothes? No. So you get a free pass at at Goodwill thrift store. <coughs> For putting a leech on his a leech on his dirty dick and having to fucking help get your finger up there, yeah, <laughs> having to fetch a euros from the wall cavity, call the deer to the field. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So you would uh, so you get the room, you get the room near to him, you get his old clothes as well. Oh, there's more. Uh huh. As the king's old sheets and blankets. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, with a little bit of each wife smeared on it. Oh, oh yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Mm. I mean, maybe if they had washing machines back then. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. That's like like I love a good estate sale. Like yeah. I love an estate sale. I would not want to buy anything from, like, the Epstein house. No. I'm just like, no, no. this is all jizz and sadness. Yeah. And you never get that out. Links Africa. Yeah. Oh, like oh. the Weinstein. No. no. Wouldn't buy any pot plants from his estate sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If there's anybody out there who is, like, a botanist, let us know. Just. Does jizz help improve your plants? Like, does it grow them well? This is the ABC gardening segment we did not need. Or is it going to, like, if you go to someone's house and there's a splatter of brown leaves, is that a sign that they've been aggressively masturbating into it? Let us know. There's a problem with your rhododendrons. There's not enough nitrogen, so you need to get out there at a full moon and (laughs) give them a good old Uncle Doug. (laughs) Fertilise them, so to speak. This uh, segment brought to you by Henry VIII's Dick Leeches. <laughs> <laughs> the towel. The towel. <laughs> oh, God. The king. Oh, my God. Yeah, we can sell towels as well. Yes. The and king let us towel. 
The king would often give the groom, so his hand-down clothes, hand-down sheets and blankets, but when he was tired of them. Yeah. Perks indeed. Yeah. Now, you might think as much as this job stunk, it would actually be an absolute theoretical possible career option to someone whose alternative was dying of plague in a pool of muck in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could die of plague in a pool of muck in a castle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like better Buckingham Palace than Walmart. Yeah. But in fact, no commoner held the job. Oh wow! Some lowly noble. <laughs> no. What? Not lowly. You're joking. The job was actually seen. As a desired position and was often held by a nobleman or very wealthy men of power. What the fuck? But why? Yeah, surely they can't all be German. (coughs) Stinked in. (laughs) But the simple fact was no one else in the land had such untethered access to the king, nor spent as much time alone with the king. (laughs) In theory, the groom of the stool had much time to discuss whatever matters they wished when the king was at his most unguarded and vulnerable. Imagine the pictures the king got. (laughs) The dumbest shit. Hear me out, king. Hear me out. This picture of a monkey, it represents money. What? What are you talking about? It's not It's not backed by gold. It's blockchain. Oh, fucking behead him. Behead him! <laughs> what do you mean it's not money? <laughs> I got not another one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, it's just like, oh, you know, they have them in America, like those people who are like paid by like tobacco to like suck up to... What do they call them? Lobbyists. Lobbyists. Oh. Yeah. oh. He'd be a jobbyist. <laughs> and they're also weirdly just covered in a thin veil of human excrement. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> pretty accurate. Yeah, you can never wash that off. <laughs> King Henry VIII chose close friends to be his groom. Oh, my God. Would you accept that job from a friend? No. Look, if they were dying of cancer and they needed someone to care for them, yeah, I'd do that. There's friends of mine that I would do that for. Mm-hmm. Just a good mate offered me a job. <laughs> hey, man. Come on, you're saying how much you hate your day job and I'd you hate, want to quit I it. I do hate my day job, but if my friend sat me down and just goes, look, dude, you, come, you get to come and live in my fucking in my crib. Yeah. That, like, okay, that's that free rent. You get my second-hand clothes. Well, you, know, you get my second-hand you- sheets. Stuff's expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get to hang. Yeah. That's, all the time. That's awesome. You just have to occasionally give me an enema and fist me. And then check my shit to see if I'm healthy. You have to sniff my shit every day. Yeah. Make sure it's... Oh, and then did I mention the towel? This is the Mr. Beast episode we need. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do this <laughs> for a chocolate factory? <laughs> Who wants a Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> Just poor kids crying. <coughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. So he chose his close friends. You would not. Yeah. You would not. Okay. 
Although the job certainly wasn't all shits and gigs. <laughs> As those who attempted to push their sway too far. Oh. There's always one. Just oh. Always one. You said just the tip. <laughs> They pushed their sway too far as groom of the stool, Henry Norris, found out, who tried to argue on the side of Anne Boleyn. Oh, dude. And ended up being beheaded. Holy shit. With Anne Boleyn. Wow. So, Ixnay on the don't kill your wife, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking props to him for trying. (laughs) Or maybe... Oh, I'm going to fucking behead that bitch. Oh, my God. Or maybe not. Whoop. I just think a finger went too far. I think so. That's what that was. Did you enjoy that, Milige? <laughs> Henry's last groom of the stool was even in the room when he died and can actually be seen in famous historical paintings. Wow. He's actually one of the people just there like, oh, thank you. Oh my god, I've never wanted to just be paid out to a pension more in my life. <laughs> um, but like, there's some of the stories, like of you know these people who were working as the groom of the soul. Like there was one guy he married into a like French aristocracy, yeah. and like had like four castles. Yeah, shit liquor. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, I like, can't help but think that if Elvis Presley, the king, had this, he might have lived. <laughs> Oh, my God, if only. If only. Elvis didn't die of an impacted bowel. He died of fucking organ failure from drug overdoses. No, but, yeah, somebody would have been there. Somebody would have been there. You know. (laughs) Somebody called the Olsen twins. (laughs) Like poor old Heath Ledger. Oh, poor Heath. Fucking Olsen twins. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So the groom of the stool, as I said earlier, would have oversee over the kitchens and in some cases have power over the royal purse as oh. well. Well, the prison wallet, maybe. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like when you want to pay for your dick leeches. You don't put that on the family visa card. No. What's this to Henry's dick leeches? Nothing, nothing. That's, that's, that's a subway joint. You tried to pay for that with a picture of a monkey? <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, in time, the position would have additional duties like a personal secretary. Okay. But with ass tickling. (laughs) (laughs) And would actually move on to become less of a hands-on position. Okay. Or so the people doing the job claimed. (laughs) Mad King George III... God. Had a total of nine grooms of the stool over his reign. Nine. Nine. The ring rates. But this is like the bad King George. So that was a great pun. <laughs> that was a great pun. What do you want? I'm like, <coughs> look, there's a candy. What do you want? <coughs> I've already eaten the ball. Oh, God. I'll let you have my soiled bed sheets Yay. when I'm finished. Uh, <laughs> So he had no, but it's Mad King George. Do you think like the biggest problem would just be scraping it off the walls? (laughs) It's a lovely picture of a monkey you've done here, sir. (laughs) Might be worth something. Uh, One of his grooms, John Stewart, would go on. Okay, so we've had an earlier one has been beheaded. 
That's nice. What do you think ended up happening to John Stewart? Uh, the guy's name is Mad King, so uh, nothing good. He would go on to eventually become the Prime Minister of England. <laughs> Fuck me, dead. <laughs> A fate worse than death. <laughs> Couldn't have been worse than Scott Morrison. Just think, just think now. I want you to picture of that picture of like Tony Blair being all sparmy yeah. with the Queen of England. Yeah, just. <laughs> you look at the long line of what British prime ministers have done. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher, who was just a fucking ghoul, through to David Cameron, who fucked a pig. <laughs> this guy is <laughs> still worse. Uh, the position went on to have a name change to... <coughs> so what do you think? Okay, I'm the groom of the stool. Okay, so I'm married to the shit. <laughs> how, would you, how would you want to sex up your name? How would you improve that name? You're in, you're in publicity. You're in marketing. Oh, how would you make that better? You'd be a relief engineer. Oh. They changed it to groom of the stool. Oh. Stole from the Latin for clothing, trying to link the profession more to clothing than the toilet. Yeah, so like an influencer. You're not just a fucking leech. Yeah. You're an influencer. (laughs) Yeah, more. You're not a cancer on society. You're an influencer. Yeah. I do food and blog food reviews and beauty reviews. (laughs) And I occasionally have to scoop turds out out of a monarch with my fingernails. Or I'll go to a suicide forest and make jokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy's a billionaire now. Uh, There's no hope for our planet, it really, really is. Not, oh, no. my God. Who knew that we would, we would be going down from, like, shit wipers? <laughs> Queen Elizabeth had a female groom. Sorry, Queen Elizabeth I. Yeah. She also had a groom, a groom of the stool. But she had a female groom and retitled the position Lady of the Bedchamber. Nice. Wink. That's much better. Ladies at Bunnings. Yeah, <laughs> Lady of the Bed. No, she's my roommate. Yeah. <laughs> it's my close friend. We've never married. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> we just live together. We have grey jumpers. She was introduced me to the benefit of a comfortable shoe. Yeah. <laughs> The role carried on to the reign of Queen Victoria. Of course it fucking did. And her and her husband, Albert, and their son, Edward, Prince of Wales, had their own personal attendants also. She was was sad when she died. You couldn't expect her to wipe away her tears and her butt juice. Good. But when her son Edward came to power as King Edward VII in 1901, he discontinued the role and he kicked the stool on the position. (laughs) But this is how I want you to put this into context, okay? Okay. Because we're saying 1901, like it's so far away. King Edward VII was the great-grandfather of Queen Elizabeth II. Really not far away, is it? Really, really not that far away. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if you've got someone who was alive in 1901, ask them what they were doing from a career. Did they start at the bottom? Gonna ah. <laughs> <laughs> love royalists. Oh my <sighs> lord. So there you go. It turns out there was something worse than dying of the plague. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, being a fucking the, the, the groom, the, the turd wife. I don't know. How do you put that on the resume? I don't know. Oh. Duties include duty. <laughs> but I love the fact, what about this one guy? Literally his resume goes from butt wiper, Prime Minister of England. Yeah. What the hell? How do you sex it up to? I was responsible for a 15% increase in toilet activity. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I massaged the production of expendable... I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there'd be somebody who would like glang it up into like government resume spin. Yeah. If there is someone out there who works, let us know how you would put that on your resume yeah. and how you would like talk that up at realmothman at gmail.com. Yeah, do it. I'd like I'd like to see the uh, LinkedIn version of this. <laughs> I want to I want to see the LinkedIn professional poo pushers. Yeah. Yeah, how do you how do you sex that up as a career? Great paperwork management skills. <laughs> oh my god! The ability to fold. We're going to work some towel work in there somehow. It's going to be something like that. Yeah. So yeah, a great applique. Look how I fringed this toilet. <laughs> oh my lord! So I think that's one of the worst jobs that we've ever covered. Pretty much. I want to see the. I want to see the worst jobs version of that. I actually have found some of. Basically, we'll cover it in a later episode. Okay. Um, I like to like break up the poo stories. Yeah. Fair sometimes enough. I'm like, we do a lot of poo stories. But there was one while I was, you know, researching jobs. Yeah. Okay. So picture basically you were doing exactly that same job yeah. that we've just discussed, except you're doing it for all of medieval London. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. A lot of them died. I imagine so. <laughs> a lot of them just because they just gave up. Just like, this is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that guy in uh, Indiana Jones just yeah. melted. <laughs> I chose poorly. <laughs> So we'll cover that in another episode. I think that's probably the only worst way. I think so. Yeah. But if you think you've got a worse job out there, let us know at realwealthman.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. But just uh, just remember, you know, it's all well and good to say, you know what, I want, I want a mothman to come into my life. But just remember, maybe give it a wipe down with a towel first. Uh, then you're more likely for a real mothman to eat the cup. And there's no no in, uh, can you check to make sure you got it all? <laughs> Let me just put a finger up there to check. <laughs> can you feel anything? Oh. Can you feel it? Oh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm going to end this madness. <sighs>